warm welcome to Bruce Williamson. He is the Chief Investment Officer at Integral Asset Management. Bruce, thanks for joining us. Um, you've been doing some work in the story of the moment, Tongart. Have you, have you been an investor in the company? Um, uh, Alec, yes. Uh, I mean, we were, we were looking at it, and, and let's go back a couple of years, when, when we had that run in the sugar price from uh, – Oh, a low in the third quarter of 2015. It looked like a really, really big low, uh, priced down at 10 cents uh, per, per pound, US cents per pound. And so we were interested then and it had a terrific run. Um, and then after that, uh, sort of mid the, the end of 2016, um, it, the price run had been just a bit too strong. And that's when we started watching as to when we, we, we were getting a bit nervous and and so, yeah, we followed the thing closely. We, we haven't been invested for a while. Um, but yeah, so as all I thought is, you know, we don't know what's going to be happening with, with the investigation. Um, you know, as to exactly what went wrong. But, uh, just as a market observer and follower, there were a lot of headwinds that I think, um, investors need to also take on board that. There was many, many reasons why um, there were headwinds that management were battling against. Mm. Uh, but that has got nothing to do with the report that is, is due out. You know, briefly, let me just tell you where I'm coming from. I've, uh, I've known Peter Stada, the chief executive of Tongard, for a long, long time. And, yeah. well, I suppose I also knew Marcus Joester, but he's a very different kettle of fish, is Peter. He's a, he's a modest man. He's, he's got his feet on the ground. He has a lot of integrity um, from in that community in that area. He, he doesn't. He's not a flashy guy. It just doesn't seem to make sense uh, all the rumours that are being thrown around uh, about him. If if you yeah. if you withdraw yourself from it and and just I don't know how well you know Peter Stard or how much you've had to do with him. No, but, I know. I know. I can say I know him well. Mm, well, for a long time. Well, give us your thoughts then, your insights into into the man and and uh, you know. Why are people saying there's fraud now? Yeah, you know, it's 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 just, yeah, I would be staggered, shattered that if there was anything um, deliberate, untoward. Um, you referred to a Steinhoff. A Steinhoff, I think, is very different because we know that there were a lot of off-balance sheet things happening in terms of funding, financing, structuring. Whereas from what we can see, there is no such thing with Tongot. It's not the off-balance sheet type of stuff. So it then suggests that it is asset valuation. And, of course, the the one that you might want to look at is is then crops and, and, and growing um, the, the sugar crops. Um, and, and, yeah, I agree with you. You know, I've known Peter and Intact to do with him a long, long, long time. And I Cannot but think I cannot think that there's anything untoward there. There there may have been differences in opinion of how to value some of those assets, and th- th- that's that's another discussion. But you know what 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 we were saying and looking, just observing. I mean, if you think when that sugar price ran up in in late 2016, it hit nearly 24 cents per per pound, and then oh, by by when oh, sort of late 2018 or even the third quarter of 2018, it was down to 10 cents. So from 24 cents to 10, mm. that was a huge drop. At the same time, they had been through droughts. Um, the, 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 they had been 
pleading and working with government on, on getting tariff protection. There was dumping coming in from Brazil, I mean from the UAE. When I last looked, uh, I don't know that the UAE was a sugar producer, mm. but tonnages were coming in there and India. Um, and uh, big tonnages, I think it was almost 500,000 uh, tons of, uh, that, that came in. And, and so we faced that and government did not put the, the necessary tariffs in place and then very belatedly they did, but it was nowhere near what the sugar producers were asking for. Um, we, we had an economy that was getting slower and slower and slower. There was massive pressure on jobs. And then of course, if you look at the property side, is when you have a chunk of property as big as Tonga do, you had to engage at a national level, at a provincial level, and at municipality level, and you had to be very, very aware of seeing how you could include communities. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you add all of that up, and of course the currency moving around all over the place. So those were just a lot of headwinds. Uh, th- there was hardly a tailwind. And I think all of us were very hopeful that, of course, political news is going to improve and therefore property deals will will happen. Well, the opposite happened. Politics didn't improve. mm -hmm. The economy didn't improve. And, and property just went nowhere. So, Bruce, from where you're sitting, there's no doubt that uh, there was going to be a big write-off anyway uh, on Tongot's bottom, well, uh, on its asset values, given what's happened in Zimbabwe, in Zimbabwe Mozambique, with all the chaos that's going on there with their, their, uh, the corruption that's happening there with the finance minister being jailed here in South Africa yeah. and then in, in South Africa as well, uh, the, the, the reverse for property prices, etc. It's this I mean what's the upside in or is there any upside in all of this? Because Deloitte are coming in for an absolute hammering um because yeah. they were also involved with Steinoff, although there's also mitigating circumstances there which we can't get into now. Uh, but they're coming under pressure. Peter Stauder must be uh, the, the former CEO um he's been given a very rough ride and there's been quite a lot of ill-founded one hopes comment about these things. Is there any upside in all of this? Yeah, no, well, look, yeah, and, and <clears throat> just to pick up on what I was saying, I, I had forgotten to mention that Mozambique, just an incredibly difficult uh, place to operate, although uh, Tonga established very stable, good operations, but you still had this broader uncertainty up and down. And then Zimbabwe was just frightening. I mean, great crops, great business, work well with local industries. They develop outgrowers in Zim. But I think by by late last year, there was about $170 million of dividends sitting there. And, uh, you know, I think management and, and investors were, were hopeful that that money would flow. That equated then to $2.2, $2.4 billion. And, of course, uh, we know what's happened to Zimbabwe. So that was just another massive headwind. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I just cannot, um, uh, no, having known Peter so long, uh, that there would be no untoward issues. Uh, sure, we can argue valuations a bit up and down. And when times change, you're going to get a write-down. It's a non-cash flow item, et cetera. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm you know, very eager to see what comes out.